All right, new thing, cold open. This is as cold as it gets. No music, no nothing. Each new episode here on Simpsons episode by episode, Shane Lynch is going to voice a character, his own interpretation of a Simpsons character. And I've got to guess who it is. Kind of like the barnyard animal game they play in Ned's Bomb Shelter. I have no idea who Shane has picked. So here we go. Shane, give it your best. In three, two, one, go. Cold open. No warning. Not some paddling. Inflation's up. Gas is 215. Not some paddling. I was hoping you had more. That wasn't a bad Jasper. That was pretty good. All right, there you have it. Shane's Jasper. All right, hoping and now we we'll more. Disappointed. That's paddling. Yeah. <laughs> Your cable TV is experiencing difficulties. Please do not panic. Resist the temptation to read or talk to loved ones. Do not attempt sexual relations, as years of TV radiation have left your genitals withered and useless. Welcome to Simpsons episode by episode, episode four. Episode four, one that at the end of episode three, we said, hey, this is kind of the first one that we were really looking forward to watching again, right? Yeah, we're down to watch this one for sure. We both have fond memories of this. Like, it was a good episode. Yes, from off the top of my head, I got to agree with you here. Uh, There's no disgrace like home. Uh, This is the first one. I think we really see a full dysfunctional um, family, like a full-on big-scale dysfunction. Oh, yeah. It's not just Bart and Homer not getting along or kind of like Marge being a little upset. This is full-on family catastrophe. Yes, full-on family emergency. And uh, I do have a lot of warm memories about this one but there's one thing and when we get to it in the episode i am going to uh just kind of tear into it a bit because it's driven me nuts uh for years so right off the bat mm-hmm. uh my rating is going to be a 5.6 which is the highest that's high for you that's highest that is the highest i have started with uh in this uh, little run here that we've had of the first uh well i guess this would be fourth episode here so yep. what do you got off the bat uh seven my goal and that seven. is also your highest, slightly edging out the Christmas episode, Simpsons Roasting Over an Open Fire, which you gave a 6.82. So what what's, what puts it above, off the top of your head, going back to it, what puts it above that, that initial episode? Oh, I think I have, I think episode three is my highest rated episode, if I'm not mistaken. That was the the ending that, that you ended with. Your episode oh, three. Starting, starting. You started with a six. Yes. I see what you're saying. Yes, um, yes, yes. I guess. I just, uh, I, I can picture in my mind the funny scenes, and it still gives me a chuckle. So that's why it's, you know, it's a 70 right off the bat, 7 out of 10. Um, yeah, I remember liking it when I first saw it. I remember liking it pretty much every time I've seen it since. And, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to like it again when we watch it together. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, there are a couple of um, scenes that I think get more ingrained because you see them more than once in a run-through of the series. The, you know, the therapy sessions and stuff, those get seen again later on in the series and callbacks. Uh, but then there, are, there are a couple of gags that uh, I remember off the top of my head. The first one being there's a little kid who ends up walking into the room in Dr. Monroe's commercial when his parents are arguing they're telling each other to shut up, and the little guy comes in and goes, "Why don't you both shut up?" That's a that's a great gag because you definitely know, you know, parents debating, arguing with each other. That some kid, I probably did that. I was I was an idiot kid, so I I probably did something like that. So maybe that's why it hits home with me too. 
But still, I'm going a little bit lower than you because I don't know if it's as good. I if I'm feeling a out. little bit. Yeah. All right. Let's get to it. Let's go. Episode four. There's no disgrace like home. All right. And three, two, one, play. So, you, as you said, this is the highest rating of 5.6 that I've given through the first four. Yeah, for you, this is like, this is gold. Do you think I'm being too harsh? 56% or, uh, sorry, 50% basically. Um, R- roughly. Hey, we just have different ways of rating things. There's nothing wrong with that. That's true. Bart's uh, chalkboard gag, if I will not burp in class, they're still really, um, as we go on in the first season two, they're really going with the things that a kid probably would get in trouble for in a fourth grade class. Even so early in the show, I know they're having a lot of animation issues and such. This is still a really daunting kind of opening to do in general. Most shows have a very more simplistic opening. Yeah, this one, uh, like, yeah, he said they were having some major issues off the top so to do something like this and to nail it pretty well like everything looks yeah pretty a little rough around the edges but still like it's an engaging intro yeah and i'm gonna be honest with you i like the uh the intro better than the current ones the family all get on the couch in the couch gag and homer pops off kind of a mediocre couch gag but i i kind of like it better than the new one the new one feels almost too polished you know what i mean yeah. Oh man, does this look fuzzy though? <laughs> a little bit. Oh, Homer, we're not wearing his regular outfit. Yes, uh, red and white striped shirt. And right off the bat, we see Lisa and Bart arguing with each other and physically engaging with each other. And uh, you'll find in this episode that Lisa, really similar to Bart as she was in the Tracy Allman show, where she's. Maybe not as dumb, maybe not as mischievous, but still kind of a uh, uh, a bit of a brat. Yeah. Well, she's a know-it-all, right? And Bart's a troublemaker. Yeah, but she, yeah, she's a know-it-all. Yes. A know-it-all with a bit of a slight bad side still. We're about to go to the. Company Everyone's picnic. got a Jello. Have you ever actually eaten a Jello? Uh, with marshmallows. Whatever. Or is that marshmallows? Is that what it's I supposed to be? I think it's marshmallows in the Jello. Um, no. <laughs> Short answer, no. That one, the one that Homer's carrying, looks like it has bullets in it. Uh, we, my family has a tradition, though. Uh, at Thanksgiving, we have like this marshmallow salad. It's not quite the same thing. The one with sweet potatoes? No, it's slightly different. Okay, you gotta go. You got. You can't just leave me hanging on that. What the hell's marshmallow salad? <laughs> uh, I. It's like our own thing. I'll, have to sh- I'll share with you later. I'm, I'm it is exactly you. what you think it is, though. It's literally. Just I, I don't know if it is, man. I'm 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 picturing like marshmallows, or like ranch, like marshmallows, just as the lettuce. Then you still got like onion and peppers and ranch dressing and. Yeah. So, so Mr. Burns reading the names off the yeah, cards. Yeah, name cards. Yeah. Is a, a throw off of uh, Ronald Reagan because he used to go around with uh, his aides would carry cards for him, and so. Burns was kind of like slightly modeled after, not the look, but his his actions, anyways. <laughs> That's a great bit. They're all just shaking. Huge table of Jello. It's kind of funny that uh, that's another parallel in the same time as Christmas Vacation, very close that they came out 
Remember in the first episode, Homer falls off the roof. Yes. Uh, Clark Griswold falls off the roof. Homer brings something that the everyone brings for his boss. Same thing happens with uh, Mr. Shirley in Christmas Vacation. And if we're following the continuity of the show, he just got hired and got a huge raise in promotion. Uh, so he's trying to look good in front of his boss, right? True. The episode before... Yeah, they, they don't really mention that. You kind of just have to know. Yeah. Gosh, that baby's eyes are very far apart. Mr. Burns' house is also... His backyard, anyways, is slightly different than what it will be with... It just seems to keep going forever. Yeah. Like he it's not like a giant... On acres. Yeah. That's the background character that I spotted last episode. When uh when we paused and looked at all the weird Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. One of those happy elves or whatever. Sack race with Homer and you ever done a... I was gonna say go No, I've never <laughs> done it. I've just seen it in movies and T V shows. Yeah. I think I did in Elementary school. Whoa, 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 go hold on a sec. Pause, pause. Go back a sec. Oh, okay, go okay, okay, okay. We're at uh, where are we here? Just over the five minute mark. So Homer is taking Bart by the hand, and they do a slow pan over the the wives, um, drinking right there. There's a woman in a red dress. What yeah. the hell? That's not a person. What is this? this she's like. By the way, we've paused at five minutes three seconds. Five minutes three yeah. seconds. There's this like eight foot tall woman who oh, is yeah. maybe fifty pounds, and she has rickets or something because she has bow legs. And it's just a very that looks like a Dr. Seuss character. That doesn't look like a somebody in the Simpsons world. Oh yeah. Now the woman in front of her reminds me of the babysitter a bit. Uh like half babysitter, half Barney Gumble. Yeah. Very much so. Yeah. Weird looking people. We'll i I'm sure we'll uh, we should have a vote at the end of the season. Who's our favorite weirdo background character? Yeah, we yeah. Okay, we could do that. Sounds good to me. There's I a still, lot of them in season one. Well, episode three, when Homer's speaking to the crowd with his megaphone, and there's that one guy whose head is like five feet long with a big smile on his face. Kind of looks like a watermelon. So that's a good one. All right, let's get let's get back to it. Here. All right, playing now. I don't know who to love more. My son Joshua, who's captain of the football team. Oh my God, All right, we're, we're coming up on the reason why I lowered this episode. Because it would have been higher probably than a 5.6. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like, do you, do you under do you get what I'm going at? Do you see where I, I'm going? You have your ways, and I have mine, and I respect no, you. No, 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 no. Do you do you see why? Do you see where I'm going with this episode? Why I brought it up again right now? Uh, why? With the sorry, we were just talking about five point six. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you like? There's there's a reason I brought it up right that second with Marge. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we'll get to it. We'll that get was it. the part. Oh, this is the annoying part. You don't like. It's it's getting there. It's almost there. We're getting there. All right. Man, this is pathetic. I'm going for a kiss. Yeah, he's trying to impress his boss here, and he's ruining it. Burns is kind of like Vladimir Putin, in that Putin. It's true. He wins you ever seen? Yeah, you ever seen him play hockey? The guy can barely skate, and every time they have like a celebrity. Okay, here it is. Okay, screw Vladimir Putin. We already know that. This is why I hate this episode right here. So Marge is hammered and singing a... Uh, I forget what the song is based off of. Um, it's a play. It's from a play or something. This part always bugged me because 
It's not that it's even out of character for Marge. It's that if you don't have subtitles on, you have no... I, I challenge you. Try and figure out what the hell Marge is saying because the audio is not really great and Julie Kavner having to sing in that voice is terrible. So I hate that scene. It drives me nuts every time I watch this episode. Well, Marge gets a second chance when she becomes an onstage performer. So That's true. Maybe... maybe uh, uh, Llewellyn, the director from The Streetcar Named Desire, is uh, maybe he was there and he remembered her. It's also crazy they released quite a few albums, so had to sing a lot of songs in Marge's voice. That must have been an interesting. Must have been a real challenge. Yeah, well, it's clearly taken its toll because in 2022, Julie Kavner, she's obviously getting older too, but it really sounds like she's having a real struggle to do that voice after decades of doing it. it must absolutely kill the throat. <laughs> Homer paying Bart to give him give him a kiss. Also, Smithers is white now. He haven't said that. He went from that's true. Yeah, they color corrected him. Yeah, exactly. And so this is the perfect family, or su supposedly perfect family. And as we see later in the episode, things might not be as they seem. The little girl who gets in the back seat of the other family's car sounds like she was about 40 years old. Honey, you look so tired. Would you like me to drive? It is often we we always compare ourselves to other people. Always grass is always greener, right? Yeah, or so it seems. Yep. The animation coming up here is actually really good. I like this. Yeah. <laughs> this right here. This was before Trios of Horror, so uh, you know what Bart kind of looks like in this in this scene right here is the the demon. He kind of looks like that little blue thing in the Trios of Horror episode, the little monster guy. Oh, comes on the side yeah, of the bus. yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of got the same eyes and stuff. That's a, you're right. That's a oh, and poor March just <laughs> liquored out of her mind. Yeah. This is TV uh, dinners. Look, yeah, look at this. So they're all eating and everyone's having dinner. But Homer's not eating. So he he hasn't been established as like a pig eater yet. Yeah, glutton. Couch potato. Or maybe he's just so un you know, he's just not comfortable with the whole situation, he refuses to eat. <laughs> it's funny. Everything is kinda completely backwards here, you know. March yeah, Homer's being responsible. Yeah, Marge is being a drunk. The only one who's not really is Bart. I actually, Bart's prayer, or whatever he says, that's a prayer, right? Um, or Grace, whatever it is. Yeah. I'm not a religious person, so I'm, I'm not very good with the yeah, terminology. Yeah, Grace. Grace, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually said that one time and got in trouble at Thanksgiving dinner. Rub-a-dub-dub, thanks for the grub. <laughs> I'm sure a lot of kids attempted it after this episode. Oh, I'm betting, yeah, a ton in the a couple of years after Simpsons came out, really tried to imitate Bart. Maggie's still in character. True. <laughs> Maggie really has been the only character who has shown. No, I guess that's not true. Yeah, I, I guess she's developed some, some quirks over the years, like being a great shot with a gun and whatnot. Look at that 
Oh man, those faces though. That's uh, the dad has a shirt on, <laughs> and they're going around and, and looking at the families here. I think that's that's based on that um, famous picture, that turkey carving. I love this this misdirection here. <laughs> I got yeah Homer to get his, the kids getting his dad his pipe and slippers. What is it like eighteen eighty? He had his son really late in life. Yeah, he must have. Misdirection. That's a pretty good one. Not bad. The house is extra pink, though. Still, yeah. It's it's not. I'd love oh, look to at... see. Oh yeah. Look at Lenny. There. Look at look at Lenny there. Lenny has old and he was and had gray hair. Oh wow! Do they, they never have service dogs after this? No, I love in the background too that the guy who's just he's just in yeah, a boxing match, he's just getting bopped. Yeah. yeah, hammer fisted on the head, and then a couple of jabs to his to the right to the mouth. And uh, Lou, Lou and Eddie there, and oh, Lou's, wow. uh, Lou's still yellow. He, he's not black yet. Got some very pale customers as well in the background. I wonder if that's intentional or an animation, because you know, like people sitting in a bar, like. Drunks, they don't go outside much, don't get a lot of sun. I wonder Looking if that was intentional. Yeah. Then again, Barney looks kind of in in it. Like That's he doesn't look like a or at least two of them. You got two I haven't met? Why you Oh wow. I, I forgot, forgot Barney. They yeah. They mimic the boxing. Yeah, and then uh Barney knocks Homer. Also I like this this all star boxing. Looks like a nineteen forties commercial. Another great episode when Homer becomes a boxer. One of my favorites. Oh, yeah. I love that kick. I'm Dr. Marvin Monroe. The little guy coming in and shouting. I always wondered who, you know, kind of listens to uh, infomercials and stuff like that and who actually. Have you never bought anything off an infomercial? I don't think so. Oh, I bought this sauna belt that was supposed to make you, like, lose weight just on your stomach. I think I was, like, 13 years old. Such a waste of money. Was it just like a warm belt? It was this, yeah, it was like a electric blanket without the blanket part. <laughs> this is our first itchy and scratchy moment, isn't it? Oh, yeah, you're right. And they didn't even really... It was on the TV briefly in the foreground. In yeah. Episode... Oh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Hey, Homer's right. There's a huge difference between True. boxing, which is real, and pro wrestling, not real. And of all the commercials I saw, his was the best. All it cost is two hundred and fifty dollars. You don't have that kind of money. Well then, that really does. You know, you don't really think about that as a kid, but that's pretty rough. That is that Bobo you know, in the background, maybe? Oh, come on, Ma. 
Oh, it kind of is. It may be. Yeah, I don't know. I thought they were even head. thinking no, that from no. our head, but yeah. we, we can say it's Bobo. Yeah, there's our first Bobo appearance, Bobo the Bear. So he's not moldy yet. No. I thought that kid's, that's a pretty good gag to their college. The old, the old, uh, you know, family who is not that wealthy, they don't have a lot in their college funds, like a couple of bucks here and there. Yeah. Man, Homer is so responsible in this episode. He's pawning the TV. He would never do that even a season from now. You ever bought anything from a pawn shop? No. I bought a TV actually one time from Pawn, pawn Shop after I broke one good deal. Yeah, oh yeah. I still have that TV actually. Yeah, it's, it's been it's lasted me about seven or eight years. And there's yeah, the perfect are. family. Yeah, the in the background. Family is all pissed off at each other. Should be a discount if you pay cash. It should be at least twenty bucks. Here it is. Look, check it out. I love that. I forgot about that. No. Oh, the alternate Simpsons. With brown hair. Still we didn't get more of him. He reminds me of somebody, but I can't picture who. I don't know if he's just like a... He kind of reminds me of the therapist in Office Space. You know the guy I'm talking about? The guy who dies? Oh, yeah, yeah. I love that movie. I've never been to a family therapy session like this before. I wonder if it actually... Uh, it is something like... I didn't go to family therapy, but uh, my parents at the time did go to mini therapy yeah and the vibe is like pretty much like this interesting too and this is this came out january 28th 1990 and yeah minus the uh hitting and electrocution though <laughs> see and i was kind of always like i i thought that was a real thing you're a young kid watching so i was like is this what they do like do you actually have to shock people if you're angry at them or something You want to kill each other. That's good. That's healthy. Hell, that's the uh, that's the storyline of the purge right there. Oh, that's like the TV show. Uh, was it Something Warrior? Something Warrior. Yeah, it was like really popular. Um, you have to go through like an obstacle course. Oh, American uh, Gladiator. Oh, American Gladiator. Yeah, yeah. yeah. A little bit. Made these things really popular. It had something like this, but it didn't have a metal core to it. That's why would it? Like when Bart hits Monroe, right, yeah, they were all sponge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Are we cured yet? Don't be ridiculous. You will be cured, but it's going to require somewhat more unorthodox methods. Unortho what? Don't worry. I'll have plenty of time to explain while I warm up the electric generator. Now this scene here where they're all hooked up to these shocky gizmo things taking right from a clockwork orange. I read a clockwork orange in 12th grade for an ISU on crime. That is one of the, have you ever read that book? No, I've only watched the movie. Oh man, it, you need a dictionary to read it because there's, it's, it's, uh, 
like they have their own little language. I forget what it's called off the top of my head. Um, yeah, so you, you kind of have to be looking back and forth and get used to their gibberish talking. Right. You ever play with any of those uh, games where you all have to hold? Uh, what is it? It's like the shock game. You have to. Everyone holds like a controller, and then someone randomly gets zapped. Wait, you're telling me this? No, you're telling me this thing kind of actually exists. Oh yeah, most of, you can buy it. It's probably like thirty bucks. So what's it called? Electrocute your friends? <laughs> probably something silly like that. <laughs> it's a good gag. This is, and you know what? It probably resonated with a lot of people who'd be like, oh, you know, I'd love to give a shock to my little brother or something like that. I don't have any brothers or sisters. So I'm just one of those weirdo only kids, so. <laughs> I'm sure growing up, my sister and I would have definitely shocked each other. If given the chance. It's a good visual gag, too. They're all steaming. I don't blame him. The energy Billy's going to have is going to be astronomical. Your TV commercial said, family bliss or double our money back. Oh, but that was just... All right. It seems like a really horrible business plan. Like, any family could just go in there and be like, oh, hey, we weren't cured, man. Give me my give me 500 bucks. Yeah. It should have just been, or your money back. Yeah, exactly. This is when they buy the the iconic TV, no? Yeah. That piece of junk, forget it. We're gonna get a new TV. Twenty-one inch screen. Twenty-one, 21 inch inches. Screen. How yeah. the times have changed. Can you? Even, I don't even think you can buy TVs that small. Like an oh, actual. Not, could. Yeah, you probably could like a pawn shop, of course, or something, but. Like, I wonder if they make TV, TV. Ah, oh, they probably do. So. I feel like most probably. people buy, like, a 55-inch. Yeah, no, that seems to be the Nowadays, right? Bet. Yeah. And that's it. And then the family walk off happily ever after, and they shock their brains so much that they are Cure. happy and cured. Uh, they should not have gotten their money back plus, uh, plus double, you know? Yeah, I guess it doesn't really make sense, does it? No, like it, uh, he did actually it, cure them. He, yeah, he made them better, so... Illogical ending, but it doesn't matter. Sometimes an ending's just an ending, like when Mr. Burns gets Bobo's. It's a happy ending or a sad ending. It's that's an ending. True. It's good enough. We don't see them yeah. buy the new TV. I guess that's in a different episode. Oh, yeah, that's right. It must be. There you go. There's there's our misremembering right there of things that we thought happened and actually didn't. Oh, yeah. All right, episode's over. You started with a seven. Yeah. What do you got um... now? Hmm. I guess I'll go down to 6.8 just because I know of other episodes that I would probably race. I think right now would probably be a little higher than this one. So that's where I'm kind of going with my scoring on that one. So 6.8. It's a great episode. I enjoyed it. I was <laughs> sorry. The Fox television logo <laughs> was kind of funny there. Um, yeah. So 6.8 just because it's a good episode. Like, I could watch that again. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to bump mine up, actually, too, from a 5.6 to 
uh, to a six. Like you, you kind of said, I don't want to go too high because I know what's coming, but it was solid. Um, yeah, solid episode. The, what I remembered most that is definitely wrong. For some reason, I had it in my head that that Marge Drunken song went a lot longer in Act One, and it just kind of kept going. But I know yeah, it, like it actually. Seconds, maybe. Yeah, it, it wasn't at all. Yeah, I. Uh, I think I just I was a little bit too harsh on that scene. Yeah, it wasn't that long, and uh, it was kind of funny. It was out of character. Like I don't enjoy seeing Marge completely sloshed either. And like this, the song was, like you said, you couldn't really understand what she was singing. No, no, you really can't. Um, some good stuff in here uh, for lines and gags uh, as well. Uh, favorite, favorite gag, favorite line. What do you got? Ah, uh, favorite gag. Um, Either or. You know what? I think seeing the family that was supposed to be perfect uh, in the actual therapist's office was great. Yeah, because it really does goes to show, like you said, you always think that there's somebody out there uh, who's who's better than you, right? But it's it's not true. Like you always think that, like you said, the grass is greener. But you know, everyone kind of has their own problems, their own issues. They might just put on a on a front. So that is a, a pretty good uh, visual gag. I do. I'm a sucker for misdirection. Always have. Always will be. And I gotta say that mine is. Uh, the, the little kid going off to get his gun and Homer thinks he's going to fetch the, the pipe and slippers because they hear the trespassers. That's a, uh, that's a fun that's one. A pretty good, that's a pretty good one, yeah. That actually reminds me of a very obscure Christmas movie called Christopher the Christmas Tree. Never heard of I it. I know, a really weird reference, but like an owl gets injured and goes into a home kind of like that. It's like real old-timey, like American-esque, gun-loving, <laughs> Amer- you know, president-loving kind of house. I'm trying to I'm trying to see the parallel. Why? Oh, oh, oh! I, you're just saying the type of home. Yeah, like the uh, the, I see. The, the type of home. Yeah, like like, like a night like atmosphere. Yeah, I see. Like it's 1947. They've just sat down from dinner. Dad's reading the evening newspaper. He's having his nightly snack of donuts and cigarettes because that's what people ate back if then. Anyone understands that reference? Please tell me. Uh, I'm not can't be the only one that's watched that Christmas special. Anyways, man, man, you have some weird things that I know that you've you've gotten into movie and series oh, yeah. wise stuff like that. So you might be one of there's probably dozens, maybe dozens and dozens of them out dozens. there. Dozens, yeah. yeah, dozens and dozens. Um, but yeah, to wrap it up, not bad, not bad at all. And just like that, we are done. And I, hey, solid episode. And uh, we got Bart the General uh, coming up. Next, this one, I just really remember him being his war with Nelson and the first time we really get to see Grandpa. So looking forward to that one. And uh, just as he has done the last couple episodes, Shane is going to play us off with uh, a random little song. So thanks and, for listening. Yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. And here we go. Enjoy. Oh, Mr. Plow, that's my name. That name again is Mr. Plow.